Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... Members from a Chimney Part 2 A Crimson Nid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands, a land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagobah. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e rule set, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. session 16. It is mid-morning of your third day after arriving in the forest glade, and barely a day has passed since you buried Norbit. Shortly after entering the large inner courtyard of a guardian, guardian tree, you are escorted to meet the one called Grandma Elm Twinkle. How would you label such meetings? One time, slaves having lost a member that had been instrumental in your escape, tired from the endless question of why were you taken, and now within the sanctum of some odd forest lord. Congenial. That's a good word. Fitting, right? A congenial meeting up to the point where this fey woman tears Savosi's bones from the bodies of Clicker and Thorn. So not cool. You paid the price for those bones. They were yours, weren't they? Now, Clicker is shaken as the memories of her fiancé, Nibbler, return. And Thorn feels raw as an hour of non-stop vitriol stains his ability to speak. Why would this, oh, this woman, this fiend, do such a thing, especially after granting you guest right? According to Volan, that's no small thing. Grandma Elmtwinkle tells a story, one that even this long-lived one had taught legend. The story of an autumn court archfey named Servosi, who was transformed into a living key one of four such keys, one key per fey court. Keys that were meant to hold closed an ancient prison of ancient fey that were called the Starlight Court. The Autumn Court split Savosi and Twain, crafting two beings that would be set against each other in an everlasting battle. The perfect balance was set between these beings, a balance that kept Savosi happy within the foreign that she must forever hold. With the information you've brought, carrying a boon that you should never have been given, Elm Twinkle feels that this story of legend is become worrisome, and she leaves your company to think. You meet a dwarf named Bruce, who wears an immaculate beard, and walks about shirtless with odd stripes down his back. He's been at Elm Twinkle's court for weeks, looking for a key that does... what? When offered the key as payment to aid Thorn, Clicker, and Volan, he refuses. Why? Then there is the strange red-eyed fellow that rescued a black scorpion from being eaten by Clicker. Who's that guy? And what's up with this weird bug fetish? The court empties and you wander outside into a pleasant bit of the forest where most of the trees wear their autumn colors. Bruce shows you a couple of the shops and Thor manages to rope himself a solid deal for a finely crafted bow, some swordwood arrows, and a pearl to replace the one Volan so wantonly traded away. All that for the price of a rotting arm of a dead Tuscali. What a deal. 
right? So why does Thorn feel like he got the short straw? How about we found out? Find out. <laughs> oh, beautiful, beautiful. What a recapitulation. So fitting. Yeah, I wrote, wrote that all by myself. Man, you did an awesome no job. No problem, guys. Well done. <laughs> yeah, take over the writing. Maybe you should be the DM from now on. <laughs> Wait, Wait, so what? everybody gets uh, a plus two sword right off the bat? <laughs> did you have to name? Yep, come up with some names until next session and have a good one. Yep. See you next time. <laughs> Very true. There you go. Simple as. Okay. So yes, um, you have left the guardian tree. Uh, this here is basically just outside the guardian tree. The green um, pins are the, the various stores that are about in this little bit of the forest. The big orange tree of course is the large guardian tree that you were just inside so uh, it's past mid-morning what are you going to do uh oh so did last night pass did we go to sleep or was you, this all in the morning so prior to the last game you had had a long rest and then you fought um no 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 you had a long rest and then you entered into the puzzle chamber and then in the puzzle chamber after solving the puzzle you then walked into elm twinkle's court so not last session but the session before you slept right okay so it's still mid-morning, even after all that happened last time? God, all that happened was a few conversations that probably took that's, that's, uh, an that's hour true. or so. It, it is mid-morning. Okay. Yeah. So is, is Bruce anywhere around, or has he just gone He's, off on his own? As it happened, uh, you guys had walked out. He showed you Yadira's store, and you made your deal with Yadira, and he was standing beside um, Clicker. Yeah, Clicker said she would spend the night outside with you outside of the big tree seems creepy so as you're looking it's out of context your... now <laughs> go ahead we're looking over so as uh, Thorn you're looking over your the new gear that you've got checking it out and you know, the, the bow is pretty cool. The sore woods have a good balance and they're really, really surprisingly light. Yadira comes back up behind you, Yadira the, the satyr. And he's like, well, um, sorry. You know, I was Alicia, um, you know, the one, the lady over there who, who, with her store, the one where I got that pearl from the trade with. Um, she was telling me that, uh, you know, I didn't quite do you right. So, look, if you'd like to know, there's... Of course, you're in Elm Twinkle's domain here. And not far from here, you'll find that there's lots of... Well, I mean, these, these are our woods, and there's fey things about, and there is a creature that's been trying to invade... Or, I'm not sure, I mean... Have you ever heard of Vine Lords? Oh, well, I don't really know that I have, but uh, this is interesting. Uh, a fake creature with a conscience is the first that's come across my, uh, my eyes. He scratches his horn as you're saying this. His eyes kind of, every once in a while, kind of looking up at your own horns. Uh, you, what do you mean? We're always so very helpful, you know. We like to trade. I he just does not respond, just keeps looking at Adira. <laughs> well, I don't know how much you know about the jungle, but the Vine Lords are assholes. And um 
you know, there's, we've heard rumor that there's a vine lord that's been a, out outside of, of Elmtinkle's domain here. And, I mean, I couldn't put my finger on. I mean, the rumors just say that he's been spotted in a number of places, but up to no good. And, um, you know, if you could uh, deal with him, I'm sure we could make some further deals here where myself or some of my companions here would uh, um, trade readily if you could get rid of... I'm not sure if it's him or maybe it's some of his minions. What do you say? And why doesn't and why doesn't uh, Grandma Elm Twinkle just you know click her fingers and those things disappear? Isn't she all powerful? Well, no, no, I didn't say that. You never heard. I never said that. Mm -hmm. It looks around. She is. Yes, she is. She's very, very powerful. Um, but you know the Vine Lords. They're um. Well, we. You know, Faye really shouldn't be dealing with, with the Vine Lords. And you're adventurers. I mean, this is what you guys do. We're just, I'm just, we're just merchants willing to ply our trade. Can I make, can I make an insight check on him when, when he uh, mentions about Elm Twinkle not being all powerful? Sure. Absolutely. Now you look at him and it's he's like an open book as you stare at him and he's glancing up and up and to the right um so when he's saying not all powerful you get the impression that he's telling you the truth but it's not the full truth okay duly noted yes you see um all you uh, fey creatures are the same. Yeah, um, hot. No, we're not. I'm a satyr. That's a centaur. Over there's a pixie. Are you going to let me finish? Or are you going to keep interrupting me? Sorry, sorry. As I was saying, you're all tricksy-like and uh, don't uh, want to say the whole truth. And really, uh, that just uh, cuts me the wrong way. So what? what's... Uh, what's in it for me? You, you're saying some silly thing about us getting better trade deals, but we don't have anything to trade anyway. So he um, says, come back to my store here. Let me show you something. So he's the green button to the bottom, bottom left one of the red tree. Here, take a look at this. Take a look at this. And he pulls this javelin out from underneath his behind his stall and he gives you a look at this what do you think about this one this would be worth something wouldn't you think certainly this would be worth the uh and he stops and he look he gets this his cheeks redden and it's it's easy to tell that he's embarrassed um so can i see whether this javelin is uh, magical or not? If you've got an ability... Actually, looking... Give me an arcana check. Okay, it's terrible, but yep. <laughs> so you look at some of the markings on the javelin and the three small wings that you see on the, the head of the javelin remind you of something that you read in the studies of one of the libraries that you've been at as a young man. And you think that indeed this javelin is more than what it's, what it seems. You can't remember the specifics, but you definitely think that it's, it's more than just an ordinary javelin. So you give me this javelin with some fancy, um, scribing on it. I mean, it, it's a javelin. Uh, I mean, I, I, I can't do much with, with this per se and you're telling me you're going to give this piddly little piece of wood to us if we clear out all these monsters for you does that sound like a good deal i mean to me i don't think that, that sounds like a good deal he nods well you look like a wise fella i suppose i thought maybe it might be a bit of good adventuring for you okay okay he 
kind of puts the javelin back behind his stall and uh, he just kind of sits down on his stool. Like, like I said, can't trust you. And I walk away. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I can't really tell that it's magical. He's not showing me any sort of magical behavior of the javelin. He didn't say anything. He just showed me it's got pictures on it. And it's like, yeah, well, you know, I've seen javelins before. This yeah. is a fancy yeah. one, but it doesn't do anything. So, yep. And he's, he's just confirming my... No, well, I did. I kind of said that. It's just got fancy pictures on it. It's oh. just a javelin. It's a piece of wood. Um, and he's just continually confirming my un, uh, my untrustworthy uh, opinion of <laughs> the Fae. So he jumps down. He's like, oh, you want a demonstration? You want a demonstration? Okay. It's a javelin. You're going to throw it at something? Is that it? He takes the javelin and he goes to a, a clearing spot and where there's no other fay about and he says get out of the way get out of the way and then he speaks a word that you don't hear whispers a word to the javelin and the javelin starts vibrating a bit and then as he throws it a vortex of wind picks up like a little bit of a tornado spins behind it and it draws in and you can feel you can almost feel the suction of the javelin as he releases it and heads towards its target not far away as it wants to pull things towards it what do you think about that see it's magic oh so it's a magical javelin now and and why didn't you say that at the start i thought i did say it. it's really special no you you said it was a javelin that had pictures on it i mean i can draw pictures on this bow does that make it magical? Well, I suppose. <laughs> Could be. You look like someone who might be able to put a bit of magic onto something. Uh, not particularly. I I'm not uh, very versed in uh, magical creations. I'm more of a, you know, sneaky kind of person. He nods. Anyway, um, I mean, maybe we could use it. I, I can't, that's for sure. It's not my forte, but I'll talk to the others and see what they think. And as but, you're stepping I mean, away, I, he's like, oh, just a minute. And he's looking back at the large mushroom-like guy that's nearby you guys. And he's like, uh, Midnight was saying that uh, there's a room made up for you inside Cookie. Uh, there maybe. What's it to you? Uh, he's just saying. I'm not sure you understand his language, so I just thought I'd let you know. Right. I, I appreciate it. I'll keep that in mind. But still, I have to speak to my colleagues before we go off. I mean, one thing I have to point out is if Grandma Elm Twinkle can't deal with these vine creatures, how do you think we can? if she's supposed to be all-powerful, as you suggest. He nods. Of course, of course, yes. So much sense, so much sense. And he kind of looks over at the companion that's not, or companion, another vendor that's not far off, and he kind of talks behind his hand, and he's like, she'll, she'll take care of that, won't she? She will, right? And uh, the female that's in the the stall not far off. She just looks over at, at Yudira, just staring at him, doesn't answer. <laughs> what, what's her expression? You can give me an insight check. You can't quite make out. You rolled a, an eight. All right. I mean, it's a blank expression. But you don't see anger, you don't see happiness, you don't see sadness, any of the, the main emotions. She just kind of stands, stands there with her hands down on her um, counter and uh, just looks at him. I, I will say, Yadira, that uh, 
the last time we had interactions with the Fae, I, I lost a good friend. So keep that in mind. Terrible, terrible. And I just sta sta stare at his eyes as I walk away. <laughs> Again, you see his face get red and he kind of just puts his head down and busies himself with the stuff on his counter. And so you guys know, you should be able to click on any of those green links and you should be able to look at the inventory tab of every, any, all of them, I think. Yeah, yeah, I've been looking at that. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Noodles is my favorite. Or the potions. No, it's called dark noodles. <laughs> noodle. <laughs> How did you miss that? <laughs> that I know. Well, I, I looked at it earlier. And I okay. thought it was your favorite because it had potions, but you just like the no, name. No, no, just because it's, yeah, it's just dark noodles, man. Hilarious. I mean, that's 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 his side business where he serves, um, it's sort of like a fry up where he serves noodles, but they're in a dark sauce, <laughs> yeah. so, you know, mystical. Yeah, when yeah. you look over, you can see that there's a female Eladrin there who's kind of sit sitting. And, and you can see in, in almost all of these shops, it's pretty much like built as part of of the tree trunk that it's near built into part of doesn't really well if, if anything it reminds you a little bit of some of the shaped wood that you had seen inside the underbarrows okay so um just trying to clarify what happened last time so we we lost our um improvements from savosi uh, but she was willing to give us a boon in return if we were to uh, do something for her, I believe. Yes. She wanted you to take the substance that she pulled from you and Clicker and return it to Savosi. But she wanted you to return it to each one separately and privately. So as in through the, the dream portal again? Yeah, but this time she... She said that it would be best if, in order to take it with you, that you would have to step into the dream. And we don't know how to do that yet, do we? No. She said okay. she would give you aid. All right. Um, do I know where Clicker went with Bruce? I don't know. Where did Clicker and Bruce go? Where did we go? Maybe we're still talking. Clicker Clicker showed you this this silk rug with a scene of an odd looking forest with strange colors on it and says I want to trade this. Sure. Okay. I we got some time before we go back to camp. Where would you like I, to go? I need to be able to Fight from a distance. There's a weaponsmith. Yadara. She's got Sounds um, good. bows and arrows and things like that. As are you going to go see Yadara now? Well, do you want to go and see Yadara and see if she'll uh, swap you something for the rug? Clicker nods and then. Uh, as we start as walking, she's she's, she's going to start clicking away happily. As you approach Yadara's um, area, you can see uh, Thorn leaving the area, looking uh, annoyed and frustrated uh, at all these interactions. Uh, but when he notices, Clicker goes, oh, uh, there you are. Look, um, I, I was speaking to y Yadira and... Um, He's uh, offering something that uh, may be of use to us, but I want to uh, speak with uh, both yourself and uh, Volan. Uh, don't mind me, Bruce. Uh, this is part of a, uh, a team uh, get-together. Um, yeah. yeah. Go for it. So you want to um, no, help I just, me? Uh... I, just, I just wander off a few feet. <laughs> and look at the trees and up at the sky and watch the birds go by. <laughs> I whistle and hum to myself. It's a long way to Tipperary. So, uh... Where I mean, is Volan? 
Yeah, let's go find Volan. <laughs> Volan. Yeah, actually, where did he go? He, you seen him wandering around, but mysteriously, he's not where you last seen him. Where did that, where did that big troll can go to? I think he'll be back in a minute. Is he? Yeah, oh, he, he said he needed. Uh, after a couple of minutes of whistling and humming, I turn around and find that they've disappeared. I look confused. No, no, they're still there. Uh, Volan is just. He just said they wandered off to find. Volan. Well, before we wander off, Clicker is going to notify you and tell you that we're we'll be back in a few minutes. Looking yeah, for we the won't troll. be long. We won't be long, Bruce. Well, what were you heading over to, Yadira? We were, but you go find uh, your friend. I'll just go and sit under a tree. He he seems a bit uh, shifty. What what we are after? How about you find Volan and I trade the silk rug? <laughs> Clicker holds holds up the rug. Well, um, that's a possibility. Um, okay, I'll go find Volan. I walk off and sit under a tree. Why was he shifty? Look, I've had a gut full of uh, these fey creatures. They say one thing and mean another. And um, I feel like Gadira is just the same. I understand. I will be careful. You do that. Look, if... if I mean, why, why, what are you going to trade the rug for? Some ranged weapon. Oh, really? I, I've got this uh, bow that we uh, pulled out of a fish. Did you want to use it? I'm not good with bows, and I'm not strong. I was thinking of a... What are those things called where you just press press or pull the trigger and it, it shoots bolts. Uh, that's a shotgun. I mean, that's a crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the small ones. Oh, um, I didn't know they made them that small. Normally, I, I just know about uh, crossbows. Do you think you'll have uh, something smaller than a crossbow? Yeah, they're like small crossbows. Oh really? Well, he might. He may. Um, it look. I, I might not use this uh, fish bow anymore. So, uh, I'll give it to you. Maybe you can trade it as well. Good idea. Thank you. All right. Just hold on. I'll move it into the uh, party sheet. While you're sitting there, Bruce, you've gotten to know most of these shopkeepers. While you're there, you see the female Eladrin named Alicia, or sorry, the female satyr named Alicia. She wanders over to where you're sitting underneath a tree and she kind of sits down beside you. Hey, Bruce, how you doing? I'm good. What's happening? I just got word and um, I know of a place where there's this tree and well, you, you've heard of uh, while you've been here, probably heard about some of our hidden vineyards, yeah? Yeah. Well, there's one of our vineyards that's very important to us for trade is, is our vineyards of the Pargan trees. And I've heard that there is a Pargan tree that is definitely not part of our vineyard. And words come that there's something that guards this one tree. It's in a... a have you ever heard of um, cenotes? Nope. They're like these holes in the ground. So I've heard this tree is in this hole in the ground, and supposedly there's a creature that guards the tree, and I think there's treasure there. But look, you know, I'd be willing to give you almost anything I have if you go there, and there's a special black rock there. Do you think you could find it? It's unmistakable. Yeah, but if I'm here and I've got one mission and, and I've just got to go and uh, get the stuff that belongs to the clan and bring it back. 
If I if I die or get hurt getting your rock, then I won't be able to achieve what I've been sent here to do. So much as I'd love to do it, until I get the stuff that I need for the clan, I can't do anything else. Mm, I see. That's yeah. too bad. Bit of a bind. Sorry about that. Yeah. Okay. And she wanders back off to her store. Ignoring many quests left, right, and center. Don't know, whatever you mean. <laughs> <laughs> so what else are you guys doing? Let me know when I find Volden, but um, Clicker can go and, and uh, discuss things with Yadra, I guess. Yeah. Um, until, until Ryan gets back, you don't find Volan. Because he said he'll be back okay. shortly. So, so doing, Clicker? Clicker, Clicker approaches that. What is it? Is it, is, is it a stall? Is it a building? Not a building. It's just more or less like built into the guardian tree. So it's, it's like mm -hmm. a kiosk of sorts, but it's definitely got cover and whatnot. It's got a counter... But it's open. It's not like you have to walk into anything. It's it's just there. And, you know, they've got stuff on the counter and then there's stuff like, like most stores where you would have hooks and whatnot where things are hanging from to display their items. It just all looks like it was meant to be hanging there or meant to be placed there like it was part of the scenery of sorts. But clearly it isn't. Clicker, when, whenever she's not talking or being severely distracted by something, you can see that even when she left making some clicking noise, that quickly fades, becomes silent or quieter, and then eventually she grows very silent. And she doesn't look around very much. She just focuses on, on getting one foot in front of the other, looks at the ground in front of her. And it's obvious that she's trying to distract herself to not fall into, into thinking too much, into thoughts. But then she approaches the, like, see, the kiosk, yep, um, the shop, and looks about. And again, she quickly starts to to click away happily and points at a hand crossbow. I knew it. What do you know? I knew there were small crossbows. Ah. I want some of them. I mean, one of them. Do you now? Well, I've got an excellent one here. What would you like to trade for it? I'm not sure this is going to be good enough. I mean, your hand crossbow, because this is some of the finest, best silk rugs I have ever seen in my entire life and I've no. lived for quite a long time. You're shitting me. She pulls out the silk rug. You can give me your persuasion, performance, whichever. Uh, they're equally, equally shitty, so <laughs> let's, let's, uh, I'll do that hidden. Okay. All right, you rolled a 10, I rolled a 2. Nice. Wow, I can see what you mean, look at that. That is an amazing bit of rug that you've got there. Where did you find such a thing? I was told it was created by magic. No, is it a magic carpet? She shrugs her shoulders. Can you show me? Can you can you do the command word? Lays lays a silk rug out on on the on the counter. I haven't found out yet. You you haven't attuned to it. No, it's not magical. Ah. I think, but it was made with magic. It was carved from mana 
He, instead of putting his hand down to rub to see its texture, he puts his face right onto it and, you know, his, his eyes close as he rubs his cheek against it. He's like, mm, I see what you mean. It's very soft. Very soft. This silk must be from the elusive uh, silk worms. Very possible. And he looks up and his eyes are looking left and right as he says these things. Worms, I'm sure. So what else can you give me? I'm sure ammunition I'm going to need. Hmm. Uh, yes, I see. Look at that, right. So he's continues to run his cheek along it, and then he says, Would you mind? And he goes to gesture to try to pick up the rug. Clicker shakes her head and just crosses her arms, waiting. But she doesn't seem uh, impatient or anything, just like, Haha, let's see what this guy does with it. So he wraps himself in this rug, and then he walks over to the other counter where the woman gave him the flat stare, and he looks about, and then he's got this thing around, wrapped around him, and then he does this, the strangest thing, he does this little dance in front of the woman, and he hums a little song. And then he comes back, and the, you watch, and the woman has got this odd look on her face. Clicker slowly moves her head over and just stares at the woman to see what 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 is happening. You can give me your insight check. Yeah, it's not difficult for you to understand. Mouth open like that, eyes wide. She is completely dumbfounded at the antics of Yadira. And she shakes her head as Yadira kind of prances away. Hmm. Yes, indeed. One of those, my hand crossbows. I think I could part with that. And you said you needed some weapons too, did you? I hope that's a weapon. I need ammunition. Right, of course. That's what I meant. Um, he, pull, he pulls out and puts on the counter this little box of blowgun needles. What'd this do? He looks at you and he's got this smirk on his face. Blowgun needles? Can I shoot these with the crossbow? He kind of smiles. Of course, of course. They fit perfectly, don't you think? Show me. Hey, you guys, like, right, right, of course, of course. <laughs> he pulls out another bit of crossbow bolts. Now he says, these ones, well, these ones are really, really special ones. I, I don't know, I could probably... And he holds wait, the rug wait, wait, again. Wait, 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 you said, you said you, he pulled out blowgun needles. Yeah. <laughs> And now he pulls out crossbow bolts? Yes. Okay. And you see the smirk on his face. He was clearly trying to just make fun. Okay. Got he it. can't be trusted. He can't be trusted. <laughs> it's it's Faye. It's Faye. That they, they're just shenanigans from zero to zero every day. What do you mean? Bruce is sitting under a tree chuckling to himself. He's seen all this crap before. <laughs> he brings out these crossbow bolts and he's like these ones are really quite special I and then he from the other side of the counter he pulls out a sickle are you sure you don't want this Sickle just slowly tilts her head to the side and pulls out her fish rapier not not, not at him or, or anything not targeted at him but just into the air this. Ooh, look at that. And, and Bruce stands up and takes a couple of steps forward towards them. Okay. You doing anything other than just taking a couple of steps? I think this is going to be better than that. Now she uses the, the tip of the, the rapier to point at the sickle and then puts it away again. 
he takes two of the crossbow bolts as he puts the sickle away and he takes two of the so with left hand he puts the sickle back down beneath the counter and he p- takes two of these crossbow bolts and he puts down in front of you and he's like surely that's enough right you'd be happy with that a hand crossbow bolt bolt a hand crossbow and and two bolts that would do wouldn't it can you please send me over the rug again i think i have better options at the other shops <laughs> come now come now friendly now friendly so he he takes those crossbow bolts off of the counter he says just 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 having a little bit of fun here you go here you go as as we agreed and he uh drops down a some normal crossbow bolts and the crossbow bolts that normal ones they drop down he drops down as well a case to hold them with as well just having a little bit of fun it's all good there you go and he puts the crossbow bolts in the case you should be able to see them in the inventory now so you just oh, hold on I got, I got a, I got an error message at, at the yeah, same time. In, ah, that stupid thing. In, in great disagreement, my cat just distributed, <laughs> carefully distributed her, her, her snot all over my under forearm. So hold on. Close the Adra uh, window if you've got it open, and then reopen it. It should be fine. Which window? The one that's got Yadra, Yadira. So close it and okay. then reopen it. Yep. Okay. Proust takes two more steps forward. Staring. He's walking, he's looking at Yadira and he's giving her a dirty look. Threateningly. Her, it's a he. He. From a distance. Five, ten, fifty. The dwarfs can't tell. 30, 35 feet away. So, 40 feet away. What I'm going to do, Clicker, is I'm just going to drop the crossbow, hand crossbow, and the bolts and the case into the party sheet, and you can grab them from there. So, the case is just a means of containment for the bolts? Yeah. She doesn't touch it. And he, he. he points where where she last saw the the special crossbow bolts. Come now. Now, since you were able to have so much fun with me, I would like those as well. Well, I've only got fifteen of those, and they're they're pretty special bolts, you know. I mean, this rug is Good. quite nice, and I'm sure. That 20 bolts, a, a hand crossbow, and a case? That seems like a good trade, don't you think? She stems her fists into her hips. Are you... Three special bolts. Persuading? Intimidating? Uh, she's not intimidating by any means. It's, it's more of a very aggressive form of bartering. So... Okay. Persuasion, probably. Yep. All right. Give it another persuasion check, then. He looks at you with your your fists on your hips, and he's like, You drive a hard bargain. All right. Two. I'll give you two. Deal. And he drops down two of the special bolts. Now she starts to pick up the items. So you can just drag them all from the party sheet into your inventory. Mm-hmm. And as you you put them all away, he pulls out another two. Hey, say, you wouldn't help mind helping me solve a little bit of a problem, would you? You've already talked to the devil one. But yeah, he's a devil one, as you say. You're not a devil one. You look quite reasonable. 
then I will know about it shortly. We will talk about your proposal. Okay, okay, okay. He puts the other handful that he had in back underneath the counter. Clickard will try to... Uh... Not sna snatch the bolts away, but she she just tries to... Um... She will try to quickly just put her hand out and and put it on the or, or slam it down on on the bolts so he he can't easily pull them away. But I will take these as payment if I can convince him. If you convince him, consider it consider it a deal. But come now, not until the deal is made. It's not how things work. She nods and lets go of the bolts. He nods as well. Clearly she just wanted to make sure that this is going to be a deal. Once, uh... He spits on his hands and holds his hands out to you. Clicker quickly has a, has a side glance towards Bruce and sort of looks like she's waiting for, for approval that she should actually do this. She seems very suspecting. Bruce shakes his head, indicating no. <laughs> Clicker then also shakes her head and looks back at the at the satyr. Yep. No, we will strike a deal just verbally. I see. And what might I call you, uh, Feathered One? She clicks a couple of times, raising her beak into the air for, for a moment. That. And you hear him butcher your name as he clicks horribly. You can't replicate it. Just call me Clicker. Ah. That's what humans call me. I see. Clicker. Ah, excellent name. And he, he pulls up a little uh, hand cloth from underneath the counter and wipes his hands off and gives you a nod. He looks over at Bruce, who's kind of giving him this look. And turns back to, to look at Brenna and has this big grin on his face and he holds up his rug as he, you know, brandishing it towards her and then he rubs it against his cheek once more. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, Clicker just nods uh, very last time and then moves away towards Bruce and already as, as she's approaching Bruce, you can see that she seems conflicted uh, about what what to think about what just transpired. There's a there's a bit of cheeky happiness, but at the same time she's super suspecting that something just was suspicious. No, suspecting suspicious. I always get that confused. Yeah, both work sounds good. She 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 is suspecting of something being suspicious. That that's correct, right? Yep, sounds good. So, yeah, so she has this, 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 also this, this look on her face that something may have just totally screwed her over. Okay. As she approaches Bruce, he puts his arm around her and says, they'll take you every time, sweetheart. I understand. Don't worry. We'll get him next time. Let's wait for Thorn and Volan. Yeah. We'll sit under this tree over here. Quicker lets you guide her. And she's going to make sure that there is a good place for the case on her on her belt. Uh, I imagine you can open it on the top side, whatever. Yep. It, it basically works like a quiver, just that it's a case, right? Yep, for bolts. Exactly right. And it's it's smaller. Yeah. Especially because it's a hand crossbow. Yeah. To be carried yeah. at your belt. Mm -hmm. We go and pack ourselves under a tree. So have I found Volan yet? Yeah, you find Volan has, has just wandered off and he's underneath some of the trees. Or I don't know, what are you doing, Volan, that you uh, disappeared from view for, for a short bit? Not exactly that. He kind of wandered under the trees. He was kind of sitting under a tree, taking in the weird faintness all around him. Or is he hugging a tree? 
Well, Volan. Volan, where are you, Volan? Oh, I'm right here. And he walks up behind you. Oh. <laughs> hey, um, I wanted to discuss uh, something that uh, may be of use to us, but uh, I don't know. It's it's coming from these uh, these uh, Trixie Fae, so I don't know how much we can trust it. Well, oh, let me... Oh, go ahead. You, you go. Oh, I would say they, you know, always be smart with your decisions with the Fae. It is not their nature to be always honest, but they never lie. Yeah. Anyway, um, I didn't want to discuss it any further until I had spoken to, uh, had spoken with you and uh, Clicker at the same time. So, uh, Let's uh, head back, and uh, I think I see him over there next to that uh, that uh, new dwarf guy. What's his name? Brat? Brandon? <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember. Mullen shrugs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I, I found Volan, uh, Clicker. Now, if you don't mind, uh, is it is it? Barry, um, we we just need to uh, uh, speak privately for a, a short moment. Wasn't it? Yeah, okay. Wasn't it, Bill? <laughs> I understand. No, it's Brandon. And I wander off to look at uh, Alicia's supply of goodies. Without okay. ever correcting his name. So that, uh, sorry, excuse yes. for uh, a Seda, uh, Yadira, uh, he's offering us uh, um, uh, some sort of a magical javelin um, to, uh, in exchange for us uh, clearing out a, a particular a dangerous situation. Uh, some fine lords. Uh, uh, somehow hanging around and being a nuisance. Uh, I didn't get much details on that. But uh, I just wanted to run this pa uh, pa past you guys and see what you uh, think. Hmm. Fine, Lord. Just a javelin? Well, yeah. I wasn't so much interested. Um, apparently you can do magic stuff. I mean, if you can believe that, but you know, maybe we should be asking for more. I mean, is anyone going to be using the javelin? No, I know I won't. I'm happy with my bow. I could try to practice. <laughs> a javelin is just like a very long lockpick. I do not know much about vine lords. We should probably find out more about them. You know, maybe um, we should get him to come with us so we can point out exactly what we have to deal with. Keep him honest. No. I don't want him to be around me anymore. He's going to be of no use. Unless you count... Well, if he's Having, going... Ma making pirouettes and or drug turning pirouettes and and draw and uh hey. <laughs> singing songs if if he goes first maybe he maybe maybe he'll be a target or maybe we should focus when you look around to see where he's at you do notice that you're you're escorts are kind of sitting in an open area between all of the shops they're still within eyesight but you see the tall one is sitting and the short one is sitting and they're sitting there playing some game where they're slapping each other's hands and kind of singing a little song and when you continue looking about you do notice that at the very edge just past the shops there's that a figure leaning against the tree and you recognize as that that redhead from earlier So uh, maybe uh, we uh, look at look into this and uh, 
possibly uh, ask for a, a favor instead. Or we focus on, well, we haven't talked about it, about the memories that they took from you or the boons that they took and the request to bring them back to the dream world. I, I spit down into the ground um, as you mentioned this. Yeah. I wasn't thinking of that, but mm, maybe we should deal with it. There's a great darkness that lays over Flicker's face. And for a moment she, she looks at the ground again and quickly shakes her head. What magic is on this javelin? Well, he, he gave me a demonstration. Um, apparently, apparently when you throw it, it uh, sucks things in close to it. Uh, I don't know exactly. He didn't describe it. He just threw it once and said, hey, look, that's what it does. Like, you know, I, the I would know. Hey, what's with that uh, dog in the uh, field? They uh, really should keep an eye on that. Anyway, I mean, that's that's what he showed me. Shut up, Fang. <laughs> <laughs> you hear Bruce calling out to someone, uh, to the dog. And when you look about to see who he's shouting at, you, you don't see a dog, but you see a donkey. Is it Bruce or Brandon? It's Bruce. When the narrator says it, it's Bruce. Burgle, burgle. Maybe I go with no. Um. <laughs> you don't. You don't remember. Anyway, if we don't remember, give me a so, history uh, check. Volan. Let's see if you remember. I'm kidding. Tell you now, I'll fail that. There we go. Rolling you the open. <laughs> you don't remember it's Brandon. <laughs> so uh, what do you think, Volan? Uh, are you interested? Is it a... I mean, maybe we should be asking for something else. Is there something you need? I do not need anything myself. But if we could maybe also get a favor from that Fae then that may be worth our while as well. Yeah, I mean, favors could be used here, quite possibly. When you look back towards where Yadira is sitting, you notice that the female satyr is uh, standing in front of his counter and is gesturing with her hands, and you hear every once in a while, uh, uh, specifically you, Volan, because it's in Sylvan, no, 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 Idira, don't be stubborn. Sorry, what happened? Um, so unfortunately, Clicker has died, but um, that's okay. Yeah, that's all right. I already got plans for a new character, no problem. <laughs> that's all good. Um, we've just been discussing uh, possibly getting a favor instead of uh, instead of the javelin. While you were doing that, a donkey ran down clicker and crushed her to death. That's okay. But very important, uh, you were just describing the javelin as I had to leave, so sorry. What was the demonstration like? Because clicker would probably have said something about that. You were just mentioning so, was sucking stuff in, something like that? It was sucking stuff in, yeah. So you threw it and it seemed to draw things to it. Yeah, vortex apparently. of wind f followed the path as it, as it flew through the air. I want that. You want, want that. everything. You, you always yes. want everything. Maybe I can fly. If I jump into the vortex. Well, uh, until the javelin comes down and then you fall. But I can fly for a moment. Do you really want to fly? Flicker... As gloomy as she has been, pretty much ever since you got to know her, has has a certain sparkle in her eye, and she seems very, very excited about this. 
I'm Mick, and I play Norbit. Hi, my name is Ryan, also known as Unlucky Geek on Mixer. I'll be playing the Trollkin Warlock named Valen. Hello, my name is Atua, and I will be playing Thawne of the Tiefling Bar. This is Ivan, I'm 28, and I'm the community manager of Hammerdog Games. And I'm going to be playing Clicker, a Ravenfolk locksmith. And then there is me. I am Dagaba, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib or at Facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu. Mm-hmm.